You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest, self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, my God, this thing works. I don't know if Byron is frozen. Or what? Hello, top fans. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Epiphany Media Podcast. Byron dropped out because, damn, that's loud. Technical issues. Hold on. Let me turn this out before you start talking. Hey, you sound like a... uh... Your voice is slow motion. My voice is? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll be back. Yeah, your voice is slow motion. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. It's a great Sunday. A bronze victory, of course. So it's good to be 3 and 1 for a change, man. Feels good. Been a fan for 33 years now, and it's one of the best seasons, which is not good, but still a loyal fan. The thick and thin. Yeah, that's a joke. That's good. Uh, oh, oh, man. Regina said I sound good. You're still underwater. No, nah, man. Regina said I sound good. That's you. You need some new uh, earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like one of the, like a, <laughs> you sound like a one, you know, a villain at the end of a uh, in, a, in a scary movie or something. Thanos, <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You saying that totally, song? Uh, totally unscripted, but it's perfect since it's, it's October. Mm. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, welcome, top fans. I don't know if uh, Byron said hello, but hello. Regina, Angel. Like no one knows. No one knows. Yeah, it's just, it's just you, like <laughs> you wild. No one knows. 
<laughs> wow. Uh, so look, hey, so let's start the show off by saying. She said sound good to hurt, but I can't hear you though. That's crazy. You can't hear me at all. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Let me. Uh, yeah, I want to hold on. Yeah, you gotta be. <laughs> I'll be on your side. You might have gone all the way out, man. <laughs> it's terrible. Hold on, y'all. We're getting it. Say, say something now. I'm, it's you. Man, <laughs> this horrible uh, internet over there. I don't know. It was, hey, it was just working fine. <laughs> Regina, <laughs> I found somebody that got uh, worse no, internet no. than you. Hey, can y'all the can y'all translate what he's saying to me? <laughs> Lay it back because I have no idea. We might just restart this because. <laughs> You close your browser. Hold on. I'm gonna go back out, come back in one more time. Pause. Definitely pause. Yeah, he's messing everything up. Anyway, uh, I want to start the show by reminding everybody. As you see, we have the uh this way, the pink Epiphany Media logo as a reminder that uh for the month of October. We are going to make uh, a donation to a um, uh, uh, a breast cancer awareness foundation, a breast cancer foundation uh, for every like and share that we get. So it's a good time to uh, uh, invite your friends and, and family to 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 the show. Uh, invite them to share. Invite them to like the videos. So hopefully, they listen to them too. Uh, but at least uh, like it. Uh, share as much as you can. Uh, we're going to tally them all up at the end of the month and uh, make a donation. Uh, we haven't decided. Actually, we, we made games as far as uh, are we going to donate to... I don't know, my mic is weird. Are we going to donate to um, uh, a, a foundation, a breast cancer foundation locally, or if we are going to um, uh, donate to like a national breast cancer awareness uh, yes. foundation. Um, so we're, we're still working and as soon as we come up with a partner for that, then we will share it with you guys. Or if not at the end, we'll just make the donation and we'll just let you guys know who we donated to. Uh, partnerships are always better business wise. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll still make it happen. So, uh, it's a great time to share. It's a great time to like and invite other people to share and like our content. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you most definitely going to be paying attention to that. You know, the more you like, the more we donate. Um, the more you share, the more other people can like and share. And, and it goes on and on. So please, please help out with a good cause. And uh, it costs you nothing. Literally. Literally. <laughs> it costs you nothing, right. Exactly. 
So, uh, so we'll be we'll we'll always be putting up reminders and and posts just to uh, you know encourage screening and encourage uh, uh, women and men for that matter to go get checked out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for not just breast cancer, but just cancer in general, because it's an all around shitty thing. It, it just is. So uh, you know, definitely any type of checkup you can get, definitely go do it for sure. For sure. Um, great Browns win. I know I said it earlier. I don't know what was going on earlier, but hey, great Browns win three and one. Got to support the home team. That's all I got to say about that. It's a dope hat. It's a dope hat. So, yeah, so we started. Hey, thrift, hey, thrift store. Uh, it was a thrift store fine. Five dollars. Or, uh, you know, uh, you know, Greenburn, you know, starter. Yeah, yeah, classic, yeah. classic logo. Yeah. So, uh, so today we wanted to talk about anxiety, as some of you guys seen. Um, why, why anxiety? Do you, you have a, do you have a, a thing with anxiety? <laughs> are you, are you, uh. Anxious, paranoid, possibly. <laughs> never paranoid. Well, no, nah, never what? paranoid though. I don't know. Never paranoid, but yeah, anxiety, yeah, for sure, for sure. And <laughs> it's uh, like with me, it only comes up in certain situations. And uh, you know, when I was when I was younger, I just thought it was. You know, it was what it was. I didn't even really know what what it was until I got older. I started to figure out things about myself. Then I figured out, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what anxiety is. I never knew, you know. And for me, you know, it's more it's more so uh, social anxiety. You know, with people I don't know, I just... I can't, you know, I don't know. I just can't. I just, I'm just quiet. It's just, that's why people think I'm quiet. And I'm really not quiet, you know. But I never knew this until I got older. Like, I I don't know. Yeah, you all right? Oh, man. You even broke, broke the mic. Hey, take... Uh... <laughs> Two feet back from the mic. It look it look better on camera for you, man. The bike is still working. I'm just trying to work on the uh, the stuff to keep it stable because I feel like it keeps hitting. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I, I didn't hear anything. I know I, I had it on mute or whatever. So anyway, um, I don't think uh. Anxiety has never been anything that bothered me unless it's something that's like, you know, like you don't know until you know. But I, I don't remember ever feeling like anxious. I've always felt uneasy, but that's just, you know, part of the black experience as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, whether it's, um, you know, living arrangements or environments, um, you know, uh, you know, the, the anything can happen. 
uh, you know, from founder from, from literally second to second, um, you know, routine traffic styles, like, you know, routine things where like, uh, that's just part of the experience for me. So I don't really consider it to be anxiety, even though it, it might be. I mean, uh, every time we talk about something like this, it reminds me of like the trauma show and how we both did the like the test or whatever. And, uh, you know, you're thinking that you're okay or, you know, <laughs> that you ain't really experienced, went through this type of stuff. And then you actually put it on paper and you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe I did. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. I see you out of it. Uh, let me see. So Andrew, Andrew started off with saying, uh, does watching football give you anxiety? Uh, and then like not really it's just more like exciting way like yeah. come on man like okay the defense is playing great i understand it but damn like you, you could have easily threw for three yards and got the first down when he'd be in this predicament that we're in damn like you know it's just stuff like that um it's more so stress than anxiety for sure yeah it's, i agree because i'm not like oh my god if uh if they don't, if they don't win or if they lose, the world is going to end. Like it's not like, not even to that level, because you know different levels of, of anxiety and stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But I don't think it's anxiety. It might be, but I don't think it is. I wouldn't classify as that personally, but it might be. Um, yeah. what? Yeah, I, I I can see where that plays a role. Like worrying about if the Browns are going to score a touchdown, worrying about if Baker Mayfield going to throw an interception, worrying about if uh, Denzel Ward going to uh, trip and fall and uh, you know give up a touchdown in the last ten seconds of the game or something like that. So yeah, that you know that's that's a possibility. But for me personally, I don't feel like that. It only goes, it only happens and social interactions where I don't feel comfortable. But that was like more, that was more, I'm, I'm a lot better at it than I was <laughs> before, you know. I think, um, yeah, that might be worry. Like I'm just, is that is that the same thing? What do you guys think in, in the audience? Do you guys think that anxiety is the same thing as like worry? I forgot to share this. So give me a second to share, but um, yeah, like, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that anxiety is the same thing as worry? Because I, I worry sometimes about the Browns. Like, man, these niggas about to blow it. Mm -hmm. I worry that, uh, like you said, Baker Mayfield about to throw an interception. I worry that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when it comes to sport, I worry about that stuff. But, like, I'm not, like, anxious. Like, oh, man, uh, they, they got to do it here or it's, it's, it's dire, you know, dire straits. I'm just more like, you think they're gonna do it? <laughs> but it's doubtful, I guess. But that could that's come from sports trauma, though, you know. So it might be a little bit different. Uh Regina, Regina said, yes, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sports sports is one you know, and it's so crazy, like because we have no literally no outcome on the game, like but we tie ourselves to we tie our entire Sundays to football for you know, people, a group of people who don't even know we exist. Yeah, which, <laughs> is weird, which is weird. Which is weird. So they, weird. And I'm man. very sure that they think it's weird that you cheer for them and you treat them as if they're family and you don't know these people at all. It just looked like, uh, thanks, man. Oh, you're you're a hero to me. Like, am I? Why? Why am I? 
I play football. Like, <laughs> I'm about a hero to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina said, uh, anxiety, stress, who me? Never. <laughs> she said, uh, I've had a bad habit of doing it all the time daily. I overthink everything. Uh, what do you think? Yes. You think? You think overthinking is the same thing as anxiety? Yes, 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 it is because you're, uh, for example, you're having a party at, at your house or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're worried about how is the food going to taste. You're worried about somebody not liking um, how you have your uh, hurt your couch in your living room. They set up. You're worried about you know you know it could be a, a smell in the house you can't get rid of. You think everybody can smell it because you can smell it, even though nobody can really smell the smell but no. you because you live here. You know, right. so you're just worried and anxious, and it's, you just all have all these things that are combining together and you have an anxiety attack because of that you know and it's really you know and it's really not your fault it's just i guess you know how your brain is wired you know Hmm. but i don't but in my particular you know situation that doesn't happen with me it's like damn (laughs) it's like it's like, who is this person? Damn, uh, if I don't, you know, if I truly be myself, they might not like what the fuck I'm going to say because I know Good the point. things that I be saying is sometimes wild or they might be offended by it, and, you know, so maybe I should be quiet, you know, just worrying about stuff like that instead of being around people that I know and I could just freely say, you know, <laughs> like, did you, uh, <laughs> did you see the video? of uh that little person uh you know on the stripper pole or something like that you know things that we may have talked about in the past so you know i know it's not a new judgment we're just talking you know but somebody might take offense to that and you know that's what i be worrying about you know so you think you think somebody gonna run? <laughs> so you think somebody gonna run up on you like hey um I heard what you said about so and so, so and so. Like, do you be so? Do you do you have anxiety about being like <laughs> about what we do here, like out in public, and like somebody will call you out on it? Or, no, or something? no, because this this platform, like, I'm <laughs> I'm comfortable. I'm, uh, I'm truly being myself. Um, but I'm just talking about in regular everyday life, you know. Okay. Okay. Like, but but then that, but then that's when I get the, uh, but then that's when people say, you know, you know, I look mean or I'm quiet, you know, you're quiet, you don't talk or whatever. But then once I get comfortable, I start talking, they confuse because they they thought that I was quiet, you know. Right. Right. right then, yeah, my like, man, so and so so quiet. Like now, you just don't like you. Like you just don't <laughs> like this this area. Like you just don't like this uh, uh, space that he's in. So he's just not talking. Like that's how people like uh, you know CJ. That's how CJ is. Like if CJ ain't comfortable or whatever. That nigga don't say nothing. Right. Look, I remember when, we, when I first met CJ, we was uh, working at the hospital, and people was like. Um, like niggas ain't even know he's hot. Like they like, man, we think this nigga mute or something. Like this nigga don't say anything. And I remember like 
remember one of the old dudes was just like riding him one day about uh like man he's the type of dude that uh you be standing next to him he'll send you a text message <laughs> he'll send you a text message to ask you a question he's standing next to him like so he finally like you know say kind of opened up or whatever but um yeah that do be uh i think that's a real thing man when you're not comfortable you completely uh i don't want to say withdraw like you could be there 100 percent, but you just like i'm just not comfortable in this situation to <laughs> express myself how i you would if i was comfortable and i don't think nothing is wrong or or anything about that i think that's great right because you, you know you could be like you said you could be in the conversation you could have you know points that you want to say but in the back mm-hmm. of your mind you're thinking like damn <laughs> if i say this how, how would they react how would they- Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think. So well, let me get back to the comments. So Andrew said, uh, in my early twenties, I had bad anxiety. Um, I've learned to to manage. Uh, I get anxiety uh, in crowds of people. Um, so Angel, like, what stuff in your early twenties made you anxious? Like, what type of stuff gave you anxiety? Was it just like becoming an adult, like getting out on your own? I can see that stuff can be like a stressor or people can be, you know, like, man, am I ready for this leap? And sometimes, you know, we talked about here before, like sometimes you don't have a choice. Like you just whether ready or not, you just gotta now you're an adult now. Like overnight, you know what I'm saying? So what type of things made you anxious in your early twenties? You talking to me? Well, no, or, you say you wasn't anxious in your early twenties. <laughs> no, well, you know, you you said when you was younger, though. So, oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like, was it just becoming like an adult? Like, was that what it was? No, nah, it was not because <laughs> it did. <sighs> I took a minute. Took a minute, but I, you know, it, it was things I had to like work on, you know, <sighs> on how to. I don't know. I don't know, just how to feel comfortable or whatever, you know. You know, and I, uh, I've i gotten better at it, but um, I would say, you know, I, I've come tenfold compared to, you know, how I used to be. So I'm trying to think, like I said, I never really had a, a bout with anxiety, and I think I just, um, I think I've been comfortable enough with myself, like, throughout, throughout my, my life, my different stages that I, I kind of like adapted the the who cares like attitude towards so much stuff. Now I'm not saying that it's always or that it has. Oh, and I never said it was, and I'm not saying that it hasn't have not hindered me in certain situations. But and it's probably like a self defense mechanism. I'm, I'm sure you know that has something to do with it. But I definitely like. Well, as soon as I don't like it, like who cares? Like you don't never. You don't never got you don't like my couch, who cares? Like you don't never gotta come back. Like I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Like so and so thinks this or whatever. Like, who cares? I'll never have to be around that person again. Like who cares? You know what I'm saying? So I I'm not definitely not saying it's healthy. I'm not saying that it hasn't like bit me in the butt because of it, but um I think that's a coping mechanism and the reason why I haven't had to deal with anxiety myself, I don't believe. I mean, self self confidence always helps, um, but at the same, 
but but you never dealt with anxiety so for you to say uh, who cares about that you know oh it's probably people that do care you know yeah but but i'm saying this is a like like for example you know uh like i was saying earlier you know people care about you know you coming over your house they don't like your couch or whatever to a person who has that type of anxiety like they don't have that mindset to say i don't i don't care about people who don't like my couch because in their mind they care about what people think about they they can't separate it you know i have that same mentality like you have like i don't you know i'm i'm, I'm very confident in who i am and i don't you know i'm going to be me as regard I'm going to be me regardless and not try to shelter who I am. But um, you should care about some things, you know. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, oh, excuse me. Andrew said, uh, I don't know why I started having anxiety panic attacks. I left work in the ambulance a couple times. Just thought I was dying. I don't know why. I wonder, like, I wonder, I need to have a Stress specialist. Should that have been love? Have you not alone, Andrew? Like yeah. He left a whole basketball game. Something he did his whole entire life. They, they uh they gave him hell too. Players like Man, that is soft. <laughs> yeah. You you ever had anything like that where like any where anxiety or stress or anything stopped you from doing anything? Like we're just like, I'm just not doing this because of, you know, anxiety or stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Hey, look, I used to hate uh, going to, like, summer camp and having to swim at the, at, uh, at the pool and shit because I couldn't swim at all. And I just didn't, I don't know. I just didn't want to go. I can see you swimming like Jay Z, <laughs> like Jay Z in those pictures. Hey, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and to this day, I'm still not comfortable being in in, in the water at all. Well, I, well, I would say if it's a pool, I'm cool. I can I can get around. I can manage. Uh, ocean? Yeah, no. Swimming <laughs> in a, a trying to swim in the ocean is entirely different than the pool. You know, the pool, the water is still is not moving in the ocean. You got. Like you try to swim two feet, it's, it's you're in the same spot. I couldn't move. Yeah, I, I'm more concerned about the creatures, but yeah, I, 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 I agree with that you. too. Yeah, I'm not dealing with the ocean because of the creatures. It's nice that to take too. pictures though, though. Uh, Andrew said, I went to therapy, never figured out why, but I learned to manage, uh, maybe stress level. Um, she said, I, I would think I was literally dying. Um, Angel said uh, up above that she gets nervous in, in like crowds or whatever. Um, I don't know if I had an issue. Regina said, Sally in crowds, I worried about what people thought of me. I wondered about my size, what I was wearing. I agree with Angel with crowds. I've never felt comfortable with myself. See, like, I'm like, I don't ahead. care though. No, I just like, all right, I'm going to go over here and make a speech, but then I'll never have to see these people again. That might even be true. That's how I be thinking. Mm-hmm. But then, because it helps me get through. Because I don't know. I, I'm like a. <laughs> I, 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 it might be anxiety. I don't call it anxiety, but I'm like uh, Mike Tyson. A Mike Tyson speech about how you feel backstage, and then how you, when he, by the time he gets to the rings, I'm how he invincible. 
Yeah, but I think that's more so nervousness. You like nervous. Yeah, you got, I, right. It's just like so know. many people, and then by the time I get up there and start talking, then I'm like, you know, I can do this all day. I can, talk, especially if it's something that I'm passionate about. You know what I'm saying? Which, if you're talking to a crowd, I assume it's something you'll be passionate or you know know have enough knowledge about. You're not just gonna get up there and talk about uh, something you never see, you know, a product or whatever you've never seen before. So, um. I agree. I think that is more nervousness. Nervousness, because uh, I'm not scared to go up there. It's up there. I'm just up there, like or on the way. I'm like, man, um, you know, this this could go wrong. <laughs> kind of like the Brown, like, man, this mm-hmm. could go wrong. And it's by the time I'm up there, though, when I'm like, you know, I'm so and so, so and so, and I'm talking about whatever. By that time, I'm, like, I'm in a groove. Like, once I do it, I'm gonna ever do it again. And that might not even be true. See what me. Um, in regards to being in a crowd, I'm fine. Like, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, public speaking, it doesn't bother me because I ha- actually have something to say, you know, that's already, <laughs> you know, written down and it's easy to, you know, perform or whatever. But I don't know, them group conversations. <laughs> so, what about the school? You ever, like, you know, you got to split up into groups and, and, um, either do a presentation or, present to a small group have you ever had trouble doing that i remember uh <laughs> senior year it was like a, it was a i don't know it was like some type of uh drama was it drama class or something drama something you know so you you know making videos and uh you know performing little parts of a play or something so i remember i had to get up and do the you know play and the girl, I never talked to her, you know, all four years of college ever, you know. All we had was a conversation was, this is how we're going to do it. But you had to remember your lines, you know, for the next day in class. So I remember my lines, got up there, did what I had to do. <laughs> like, chemistry-wise, it was great, right? But when it comes to just having a simple conversation with these people I don't know, it's like, uh, I'm more reserved, quiet, I you know, I don't, but stuff like that, I, you know, I actually stuff like that. I've been doing, you know, since I was a little kid <laughs> at church doing. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. Being that's Jesus on the, being Jesus kept the carrying the cross <laughs> down the aisle at church. <laughs> See, I, I, I forgot about that part. That, that is like an early thing for people that grew up in the church of, uh, you know, you you kid, you don't study, study. Most kids don't. I say not every kid. Most kids don't study, study. But you, you also gotta, you know, read a passage or, you know, you go to, um, uh, you know, like uh, Bible class in the beginning, uh, like before. <laughs> you gotta be there two hours early to go to class before church actually starting all this stuff. So that's you know, and that's kind of awkward for everybody. I'm a well in my group at least my class or whatever it was kind of because nobody really really studied even even like the pastors kids wasn't like fluent in Bible so uh, I forgot that is like a, a early thing uh, like an early callback that's that's pretty good um, and just said sometimes it could be crippling um, I'm assuming you mean talking in crowds I I never uh, or just anxiety period I think so that's what she mean like she can't like you don't even want to. That he can't even function normally. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, but she, like you, she says she hates small talk at work dinners. 
I know you were just talking about that, talking about uh, like normal conversation with people. If it's something like, so she would go, you say you're fine, but like small talk or whatever. Look. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Look, I, I must definitely agree with Andrew as far as the work aspect, because work is like, it's, it's iffy. Because <laughs> you don't want to lose your job for saying something wild. And <laughs> I'm a person who be saying some wild shit. Like, like, I just told somebody, you know, at work the other day, a coworker, that they look like um, like Oprah from The Color Purple, you know, the hairstyle. The hairstyle. No, just because of the hairstyle that came in. Now, you know, men, you know, we got to work rapport a little bit or whatever, but, you know, you know, but, uh, you know, we got to work rapport and she'd be talking crazy anyway. So I was like, well, this is my opportunity. Fuck it. Uh. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like over from the color purple, man. Mad. I'm just saying, she had, you know, <laughs> she had like a fresh, like a fresh wig on, and then she had the braids going down. Take a root. Ain't you like a manager or something? Ain't can't be doing that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I agree with Angel. Uh, so know. funny. But like, like, but sometimes some people are way just be cool, you know what I'm saying? But it'd be like, damn, it'd be hard to tell, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why I like forgot who said this, but it was like, yeah, you know, I gotta see you doing something illegal first before we can be <laughs> before we can be cool at the job. <laughs> I can't trust you. Uh, so good. I like. I don't have a problem with small talk. I think I just. Um... When my my thing about work is when I get to a certain point at the job, like where I'm mentally checked out of the job, then I don't want to be bothered with every, nobody, especially new people. Like people, like there's new people at my job now. So when I, they be coming in my way out, they be trying to like, they be like, oh man, all right, man, have a good day. I'm not, I'm, I'm not about to touch your fist. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to, no, like, I don't know you. I don't work with you. Like, I don't even know your name. I'm not about to. Nobody give you pound, nigga. Like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> I don't even try to be rude, but it, it's just how I feel about the job. So you just like collateral, you know what I'm saying? Collateral damage. Hey, so what you do? You just be looking at niggas with a with a with a crazy look on your face with a mask on, but basically just all eyes. And look. I'm still, I'm still like the only person at the job to wear a mask every day. Yeah, exactly. You think it's a nod? <laughs> Walk to the clock. I'm so serious, man. Like, I, it, it look, it ain't even that person. I don't know nothing about that person. They could be cool. I don't know. But how I feel about the job, I'm not about to give you pounds. And it ain't your fault, but you part of the job, so it is your fault. Like, might hinder me, but I can't. Uh, I can't change it. Like, I don't anyway. think it'll hinder you because you know, <laughs> like your mindset, you already been checked out anyway. Oh yeah, like yeah. If anything happened, then you know, hey, uh, who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who cares? You know, look, I, I, like I remember, I got fired <laughs> from a job, and I just laughed at it. You know, it was just funny to me. And then, and the, uh, you know, the person who had to fire me, you know. He 
he wasn't involved in fire me, but he, the, the head guy told him to fire me or whatever. And he came out. I'm just talking like it's normal. Like, like I don't even get, I don't even care. Like that's how mentally gone I am from. I'm so far gone from this job. Like, I don't even care. It's like uh, it is what it is. Like, I'm just is. here. I'm just I'm just waiting. I'm I'm just here until I, I get fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I don't have a problem with small talk, but I, I don't. Uh, but you know, because if I'm mentally checked into the job, oh, I'm cool. I'm super cool. Let me extra help. Let me do whatever. But Sometimes when that job gets to a certain point, collateral damage. Yeah, but me, I, you know, <clears throat> you know, when somebody at, you know, at the job to start talking to me out of the blue, I be, I just think they, you know, searching for something, you know, trying to fill me out, <laughs> and that's when I get expressionless. Like I don't, like, I don't say anything about my personality. Like what, like what are you up to? Like what are you trying to figure out? Because you would not be able to figure out. I mean, if you did. Find no, you know, find out the real me. Like you'll be shocked. Like I don't know if you'd be able to handle. It. Like I don't know if if you had that, you know, strong. You know, cause some, you know, some people be, you know, cool. Like it's just we just joking around, but some people can't. You know, they might be hurt. This, this ain't <laughs> this ain't no. I be done with a job. And then we're gonna move on. But when I like start telling people about this show, yeah, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, yeah, this is it. I want you to watch it. I want you to hear me talk about this job. Like, here, this is my car. Watch the show. Please watch it. Like, you know, listen to the wild stuff I'll be saying and how I really feel about this place and you as a manager, etc. Uh, <laughs> Angel said, uh, this is to you, Byron. She said, uh, was getting married in front of a crowd something that caused anxiety? <laughs> All day. I mean, we, can start I mean, the, we can start at the beginning. The first, first you had to, I had to walk out. Oh it wasn't. It wasn't even a lot of people. I had to walk out. You know, say vibes. I'm like choking up. All this other shit. But that wasn't even the kicker. You know. Y'all want to see some of his wedding pictures? Just let me know. We that wasn't even the kicker. I had to uh, walk in. You know how they introduce you at the reception and shit, nigga. That was the worst. Like I'm like I'm not like I'm not coming in here dancing, none of that shit. I'm just trying to go and sit down. I'm just trying to go sit down. Like I'm, that's all I'm trying to do. Then like when you have a way, it ain't even like you could just sit down, chill, enjoy what you gotta go around and thank every yeah. motherfucker who came and, and, and to your wedding. And it's like I'm this is stressful because I only know about fifty percent of the motherfuckers here. <laughs> I got something I don't really know. Oh, uh, yeah, room. thanks for coming out. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> and then when you get around to the table, the people that you do know, they're kind of white. Oh, you got to go on. You got to say thank you to these. Hold on. Did y'all have one of them, uh, them uh, ring this bell and you got to kiss things or that shit sounds uh, Man, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they did, but I was drinking a lot that night. Like, I vaguely... I, rem- I remember when you had left and I was struggling to walk wherever I was walking to. I don't really remember. But I know you was on your way out. I was struggling. So it was, yeah. Good night. Definitely a solid night. Um, that's funny. So we're, I, I, don't even, I don't even know the, the, the story of like the proposal or whatever. Like, was that in oh, front yeah. of people? Like, you, know people uh, you know how people want to uh, you know, have a little have a party in front of the whole family, and then nah, that was not me. 
<laughs> like that was not me. First of all, mm-hmm. first of all, the sister-in-law would have spilled the beans immediately. Like she, she can't even hold a secret. Terrible. And uh, yeah, I just yeah. So that that's too that's too much pressure. Like yeah, yeah I wouldn't have been able to do it. But not but now I would have been doing it no problem. But back then, hell no, I couldn't do it. Uh, let me see. Regina said, ironically, when there's a solution for someone to, else to help, I'm able to put my anxiety aside. I'm able to speak up and want <clears throat> the situation right it that was wrong. She said, actually, that made me think of E when he said a white woman asked for the manager. <laughs> Heck, yes, I do. Uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. You think asking for, ask for the manager is not a bad thing. It's not a bad trade or whatever. It's just it's funny because, like, I don't know. It's like a uh, <laughs> just a stereotype, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So it's funny, but I think you. Uh, I, I think that's the right sign to put your anxiety aside when you like defending somebody. Like, if that's if that's what it takes for you to put it aside, like, hopefully you always. Hopefully you're in a good situation where you um, are able to do so, like in a good mental state where you're able to step up for somebody else. That's a great way. I mean, no one wants to live like that. Like you constantly just got to, you know, be on an offensive, like keeping somebody that you love from being disrespected or something or asking for the manager or or whatever the case is. But, uh, you know, like when it comes time to speak up for somebody, but at the same time, uh, that's what it takes to get you out your sales. Sometimes it's worth it. Like, yeah, sometimes you have to force yourself to, you know, be outside of your comfort zone, you know, and it's, and I honestly think it's necessary, especially coming from my situation. So, you know, you feel more comfortable and the more you do that, the more you can get out of that. It's just, you know, one day you just got to just do the shit. It's not easy though, because you're going to feel totally uncomfortable saying, hey, man, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uncomfortable as fuck. Just saying them. A few words. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that for sure. Uh, Angel said, anxiety period, crippling. Uh, I'd rather speak in public to a large crowd than small talk with a small group or one on one with somebody I don't know well. Uh, I'm learning to do better, though. Put it on the screen. 75th anniversary, the year of the chance. But anyways, uh, exactly, like, I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's weird, right? You just gotta sit there and talk to somebody you don't know. It's very uncomfortable. I don't know. It's just awkward. You just then, then you just become awkward. Like <laughs> you, and you know what? You boy, just reminded me of something. Yeah, I gotta say go this ahead. before you say that. I remember being outside of um the hookah bar. It was one night after a show. I remember that. For some reason, I couldn't get in. I think it was like the way that I was dressed or something. I had on shorts or something, so they wouldn't let me in. Ridiculous. So you were in there, and of course you've been. You know, you was drinking. It was probably drinking all that. You know, all that show back then. But uh, you come out. You was like, man, yeah. I don't know, man. Alcohol got me more social. <laughs> I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm talking to people. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. 
because I'm way more anti-social than people think. I'm way more anti-social than I am on the show, you know what I'm saying? Or, um, you know, when I'm around people or whatever that I know or that I feel comfortable with, I'm way more, man. Just because I don't even want to say I don't like people, but, like, I don't trust nobody. Like, I don't trust people. So, like you were saying earlier about people at the job asking questions or trying to make small talk, I feel like you up to something, you know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> it's a game I like to play with, like we're talking to like a new white person like, that I never talked to before. Like how long before something racial come up? Not even like a racist comment or whatever, just something racial, like anything racial. Um, talking to this older lady I work with. And uh, she was like, yeah, I went to uh, whatever store, whatever grocery store. And, oh, man, I love going there. He used to be this manager there. The, the prettiest, what you say, the prettiest uh, African-American woman in there. Like, uh, okay. Like, why, <laughs> like that why? don't even sound right. <laughs> yeah. Why can't you say a pretty, it's pretty brown skin? Because that's what I say. Or, or <laughs> this pretty woman in there, a pretty girl, anything. Like, but it's all like it's just a matter of time. Like, I'm so disturbed. Hey, what? Maybe he was just trying to be, you know, politically correct. Why do? What, what does that have? To, like, we wasn't talking about anything racial. Though. What does her race got to do with her being good at her job? Like nothing. <laughs> like I was, I told the story before about my old boss. We had went to, uh, like, we was going to uh, have like a holiday party or something at a bar that was right around the corner. From the job, so we went there. We just talking about like work stuff. We're still in work mode. We just got here, like you know, maybe 5 30, 6 o'clock. Work is over at five, and just randomly, like, man, I never had sex with a black girl before. Like, okay, nigga, like, and what now? What do you want me to do? What is your input? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Like, <laughs> no, is it what man, does it feel like? Is it, is it different? Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Like, what do you want me to say to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a matter. Of, like, so I just play the game of how long, like, how many, how many words, <laughs> how many, how many conversations can we get out before it, you? I hear anything racial. So that that kind of that helps me uh, with like small talk and stuff. I just play these mental games. I'm like, uh, uh, let's see, let's see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of helps me in my small talk, I suppose. Um, but I've never been crippled, even like, even when like talking to women, like, which is, I would assume is something that the guys go through a lot. Um, I don't like if I'm, if I'm not feeling confident, I just won't do it. Like, I don't like, I'm not even feeling anxious about it. Like either I feel like I can today or I feel like I can't today. And I, I just keep it moving. Right. That, that just be it for me. You know what I'm saying? Some people be feeling that pressure, like uh, <laughs> my one cousin, this nigga man. Uh, we used to go out, and if he couldn't like pull some chick, this nigga be having he be like, man, I don't understand. <laughs> so funny, man, because he, he really be like, man, I don't understand, man. She in here with this, she talking to this dude, this nigga, blah 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 blah. Like, I just don't get, I don't understand. Like, I'm over here. Like, I was like, hey, I don't know what to tell you either. Like, that's funny, though. Not every girl going to like you. Like, it's, it he, he, he understands the numbers game, but he's like, I can't get one tonight? Not one? Come on, man. Like, what is happening? I don't understand. He just kept saying, I don't understand. <laughs> Angel told me, don't always assume the worst. 
It's not. I, I didn't say that. It's hard I'm, not to, though. I'm not saying that everybody's a racist or the, the person that say I'm just. It happens. Like I can give you plenty of examples. I can give you more and more examples. For example, wait. You can't say don't assume the worst. And we're talking from experiences. That's like if I was like, if you was like, if you told a black person like, oh man, when the police pull you over, don't be anxious, don't be worried, don't assume the worst from the police officer. Like why wouldn't I? We have so many examples of police doing wild shit to black people. So why wouldn't I assume the worst? Like we have a track record. So I'm just talking about the track record that I've had. It's not saying that the lady who's racist, she's super cool. Like, you know, we'd had conversations or whatever, but and I'm just assuming something that happens and it happens every time, but it just happens. It happens. I don't know what to tell you. It happens. Yeah. It does happen. And that's why, especially in a work setting, like you, you know, what is this person's agenda? You know, you go because you can go to the guy. You say for man, I've been at, I've been working with people, and this is MySpace era. So I'm gonna let you know how long this far, you know, how long ago this was. You know, dude always seemed kind of off to me, and uh, I think I was like MySpace MySpace friends with another manager or something who was you know friend. So I'm creeping on. This other guy page who always gave me these bad vibes and uh some you know back then you could look at somebody's wall and see you know their friends comment and somebody said something like yeah this is you when you got to go work with the niggers you know around you know go to the niggers neighborhood or some shit like he do say so i'm like oh so this type of people that you have with <laughs> you know uh, and, and Angel, you you deleted people off your friends list or whatever that were like Trump supporters. Now you just assume the worst about them. Like, yeah, y'all must support Trump, so y'all must be racist or y'all must be whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about being, you know, assuming the worst. It's like, all right, they they sh- this group of people have showed me that this is a track record, and I'm just going with that. Yeah, you excuse me. <laughs> Usually, as far as presidents go, it's usually, oh, you know, they support that person, whatever, whatever. But Trump was a little bit different, you know, to me because of mostly because of, the, uh, you know, his father, he stirred up, the, you know, that racist part of his followers. And the way that he would talk at his rallies was encouraging to be racist as hell. So if you supported that, you know, I, was like, I don't know about you. You know, I had a I had an old friend. He was like, "Well, you know, besides that, you know, I but I do like how he's trying to go and try to run the country like a business." Besides the racist part, like <laughs> nigga, what? <laughs> so you cool with somebody running the country who doesn't like doesn't like somebody who looks like me? That says a lot about you. So or I agree with got a different religion, uh-huh. or somebody got a yeah. somebody got a different religion, or whatever. Like this is just a track record. Like these people support a person that don't that just like bad traits. Like so, I'm not assuming you're a worse person, but you are a worse person. Like, you just are track record. Yeah, but but getting you know getting back to how you know you know that's just being being you know being having anxiety about new people, especially at a job. That shit is real. <laughs> shit is real uh, let me see Regina said I hate doing any public speaking 
Uh, but I have no problem being behind my chair or mirror and complaining <laughs> how to do whatever I'm asked. The chair makes me feel protected. Hey, yeah, sometimes hey, sometimes you need that. I can I can I can agree with that. Like <clears throat> I'm sure um, not for me particularly, but the internet makes a lot of people feel protected. You know, so they can say whatever they want to. Um, uh, uh, you know, being in a car, a car window, any type of like a barrier, like something, um, you know, gives you, um, you know, that just a feeling like, all right, it's, even if it's a thin layer, it's a layer of protection between me and this person. And I, I feel a little bit more confident in what I got to say or what I got to defend or whatever the case is. I, I think that goes for a lot of different things, um, Regina. And I, I don't think that that's um, – some, I mean, some people need good luck charms to speak in public or something to keep the anxiety down. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think you're alone in that at all. Uh, let me see. Hey, let's do it. Let's do a quiz. You want to do a quiz? Want to do an anxiety quiz? Go ahead. So you had no. No, I would, <laughs> yeah. Andrew said, "My bad." Regina said, "My opinion: hiding online and running your mouth is chicken shit. It's chicken shit. Horse shit is what they say on football or, or baseball <laughs> all the time. Horse shit. That's horse shit. Anyway, <laughs> I agree with you, Regina. Um." That's why I don't know how Byron, I'm assuming he feel the same way, but that's why if anybody had anything, an uh, issue, we just had some recently when we had our uh, black women mad at, at white women episode. Uh, I'm going to stand on everything that I say. And, you know, if you disagree, that's fine. And we can have a discussion about it or we cannot have a discussion about it. Like, but I'm not, you know, saying so you have any. You know, opinions or disagreements with what I say on here. Feel free to hit me up. We can always have a discussion. Um, hey, like so grab that. a, so grab a, a, a pen if y'all got it or paper. Or, you don't really need it. It's only like seven questions, but I find this like little self test for anxiety. Uh, it's not as in depth as the uh, trauma quiz. You guys remember that? That was that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I scored too high. That's the test. I did not want to score high. <laughs> I told people a lot. Uh, let me see. So I'm gonna put it on the screen. And then you guys can answer. I'll read them off, of course. You guys can answer as you want to. Uh, like I said, it's just seven seven questions. Add them up, and you get your answer at the end. Let me see if I can pull this up. If it's too small, let me know. It's kind of small. It's still kind of small. Zoom in for sure. I don't know if I can zoom in. Let's see. Oh, there it is. How's that? This question here called the GAD7 screening tool can help you find out if you have an anxiety disorder that needs treatment. It calculates how many common symptoms you have and based on your answers suggest where you might be on a scale from mild to severe anxiety. Okay. Uh, it's, a gen it's just a general, but a lot of people use this. This is actually from the uh, University of Michigan. Uh, there is a 
British test that's literally essentially the same. Uh, I think it's the same questions. The only difference is I think they only have three levels of mild, um, what is it, mild something and severe. Um, where this one I think it has four levels or something. I see y'all saying it's too small in the comments. Is that better? Can y'all see that better? If you want me to zoom in more, just let me know. Uh, Angel must be answering the questions already because she, <laughs> she, <laughs> she already said, dang. All right, let's, mm-hmm. let's get into it. Like, three, three, three. And we don't yeah, think like, we didn't answer the last two questions yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, and B, I guess we can go through it. You can write it down. We can answer it and have a discussion. Andrew says, scored is, how you score 21 is still two more questions. What is happening right now? <laughs> All right, let's, let's, get, let's get into it. All right. Hey, all right. So over the last two weeks, this is all about the last two weeks, not over the last year or whatever, especially COVID, you know, it's, it's been challenging. <laughs> but B, over the last two two weeks, sorry, last two weeks, how often have you been bothered with feeling nervous, anxious, or on the edge? I'd probably say that number one. One. Okay. Um, last two weeks, I'll probably say a one. I, I could say a one as well. <laughs> and to say you reinforcing my anxiety. <laughs> she says she suck at relaxing. Uh, number two, uh, over the last two weeks, uh, have you been able or have you uh, not been able to stop or control your worrying? I say zero. I'm gonna say zero as well. Uh, over the last two weeks, do you feel like you worry too much about different things? I'm gonna say zero. Uh, I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna say one. Um, I don't know about too much, but definitely it's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, what about trouble relaxing over the last two weeks? I'm going to say one because I was working a lot. But at the same time, it could be zero because as soon as work was over with, I came home and took a nap. You, I, I know your house, your living uh, right, right now is encouraging <laughs> to that. Um, I would say... <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a two. My work schedule's been ridiculous, man. Like no time to do anything. Uh, last two weeks, have you uh, been so restless that it's hard to sit still? I'm gonna say zero. I'm gonna say. I don't know. I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say zero. I'm gonna say zero. All right, hey, you guys gotta play along with us. Y'all don't be jumping ahead. They like we need six and seven. <laughs> All right, here's six and seven. Uh over the last two weeks. Have you become easily annoyed or irritable? Maybe a one. One on that one? I can say a one. 
Um, I said one. I said one. Uh, number seven, <clears throat> feeling afraid as if uh, something awful might happen. Zero. I'm going to say zero as well. I'm going to say zero. So, so those numbers, I'm about very mild. Now you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what you scored? I think it was a two or three. Sure. So I, I scored a five. Y'all don't know if it's severe or not. Y'all didn't see the rest of the test. What'd y'all score? Andrew said a 21. How's that possible? What you got going on? Regina, what about you? What'd you score? Add them up. And this is just what your score is. Mild. Hey, hey, read that last line for anybody who, Man, who scored 10 or Your score is 10 or higher. Or, or, so it's not in, this is or, if you feel like anxiety is affecting your daily life, call your doctor and, um, you know, talk to somebody. Um, get some, some medicine, some tips on how to relax a little bit or something. But Angel says he scored a 21, and Regina says he scored a 20. Call your doctor immediately. Jeez, you guys. What is happening over there? Y'all need to talk, uh, reach out to somebody, please. A 20 and a 21, I that's that's crazy high. Um, that's crazy, huh? Hey, uh, but you, but, but the reason why mine is you know so low recently because I discovered uh CBD. And I was watching <laughs> the uh, <laughs> look, I was watching the Joe Rogan uh podcast, and he was like, you know, like when I you know take CBD. I have zero anxiety. He said it's it's gone, like it's non-existent. And so that, go ahead. I must definitely agree with him. So that's what um, Virginia said. I'm in therapy now. That's great. Thera- we talked about it so much. Therapy is never a bad thing. Conversation is never a bad thing. Definitely go do that. Yeah, um, so we got a dope. Th- we got a dope therapist on one of our shows uh, on the network. Go check it out. During sure. the course with every DJ available everywhere. But anyways, what were you saying? Uh, so that's funny that you said that because CBD is um, like a lot of people think that weed is just the answer for anxiety, but I don't know how that that doesn't make sense. As a person that ever smoked weed, that, that doesn't even yeah, that sounds so dumb. Uh, but one of the remedies that's kind of kind of universally accepted is CBD. Or if you are gonna, uh, if you are gonna, uh, Regina said, "Thanks, guys, for the fun. Miss talking to you. Got to go. Be safe, Regina. You have a good Thanks one. Uh, you be safe and take care of yourself uh, for sure. We look forward to you joining us next time. All the time. Thanks. Um, you know, we're glad you was able to join us. Um, but it's funny that you said about CBD because that's something that's kind of universally accepted by most." 
uh, everybody, entities and stuff is like CBD treatment. Or if you are going to have marijuana, you want something to be uh, low in THC or uh, just as high in CBD as it is with THC to balance, to, uh, to fight the, uh, the, the effects of the THC. Um, so CBD is something that is definitely, definitely used for anxiety treatment. Um, if you live in the state of Ohio, as long as other, other states, uh, we get a medical marijuana card that allows you access to certain things that some people don't. And if you just want CBD stuff that clearly is legal, you can go almost anywhere and get it. Yeah. Federally um, legal as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you have an anxiety issues or sleeping issues, that's something that might be an option for you. Of course, do your do your own research. We're not doctors. Uh, do your own research. Do your um, your due diligence, dosage, all that stuff. That's on your own. Find out. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's something that's been kind of universally accepted, though. Yeah. So, Angel, to answer your question, um, you know, there's many ways to consume it. Um, you could uh, eat it. You know, with, with what they call an edible, um, or you can smoke it, um, or you can vape it. Um, they have creams and stuff you can put on. But for the you know for the effect of um, that you're looking for for what you need for anxiety, what I do is I vape it, um, and uh, that works for me. Now this is a pretty strong uh, vape because it's like fifty five percent CBD. Um, completely legal. Um, but I know in Ohio, like you can't buy the CBD edibles, edibles though. That's the right. only thing. Um, but you can make it if you wanted to. Like you can buy the uh, you can buy the uh, plant form, and then you could just make it if you wanted to. So make your it's own not hard streets and stuff, right? Um. So yeah, so you guys might remember a while ago we did the um. Uh, the advertisement for Patriot Supreme, and they do uh, a lot of uh, they they do CBD things. They do it without with zero percent THC, uh, which is the best way to go. You know, you got jobs that do any type of drug testing and stuff. Like just to be sure, like even if uh, you know CBD got small amounts of THC, it's still detectable. So you can find something that's zero. You know, that's definitely your best bet to go. Um, but like he said. Uh, edibles in Ohio, for whatever reason, it doesn't make any sense to me at all when everything else is accepted. Uh, you can't have edible CBD things. So even those gummy bears we had, like they <laughs> technically illegal, I suppose. So um, I guess if they didn't sell them, they were able to give them to us. You know? Give them to us, right, exactly. Um, Angel said, I traded my, sorry, I traded my CBD oil from my therapy box for a poetry book. I'm regretting it now. First off, I don't know. It's a solid trade, man. Poetry is a good way to get you to de-stress as well. Yeah, wrong with it. Um, you know, but, but CBD. You're having like you feel like you know crippling. Boom! You hit this instant. Just relaxation. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy how it works. I can't even explain it. But CAC? Um, then no, don't. No, nah. don't do that. Nah, uh, especially guess. how much how much she get to random tests. She get random tests all the time, all the time. It's not a good idea. 
Uh, Angel said, reading the Bible always calm my anxiety. Uh, that's a good way. And praying, meditating, that's definitely a good way to 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 help with anxiety, um, stress, or anything. That's that's a solid way. That's something I do. Uh, pray in a, in a fresh shower or something. Meditate. You know, yeah, meditation, man. It's definitely uh, it's definitely a, a, a valid treatment as well. Um, and I'm, I'm sure it's countless other ways that people go about treating their anxiety and, and stress and things of that nature. Um, it's just a matter of you know finding out what works for you, uh, finding out you know creating time that you can uh, de-stress or, or get rid of that anxiety. Um, this is important, man. Anxiety and stress, all that stuff is that should kill people. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Stress, you gotta find... say stress is the number one killer. I, yeah. Like it was just everything. It's not hard like, disease. Yeah. <laughs> you got so you got to find some way to, to get that out. Like to, to be able to, man, not let it take you down to the point where it's crippling. Like you said earlier, Angel, where you know you can't function or you can't, you know, think or or it puts you into like a depression zone. You know, what I'm saying where where you really can't function. You know, because I've never been. Like we talked about it last. I've never. Like had really about with depression, but uh, I've seen people, I've talked to people and heard testimony of people how they, you know, sometimes you, you don't even eat. Sometimes they're saying you don't move, like you know, you just sit there later, or whatever. You don't do anything, you know. what I'm saying so, you gotta do something, find some way to get that up off of you, so that you, uh, you know, man, able to to bounce back or do something for your own mental health, like something. You know, work can be stressful. We just talking about, you know, the last two weeks, how much we've been working and all that stuff. But it, um, you, you got to find something, some kind of outlet. Yeah, something to, you know, detox from life. <clears throat> vacations help. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like vacations help, uh, stress and. But you know, sometimes that can make you more anxious too. If you have a problem yeah, with traveling or you know, flying, away from home. Yeah. yeah, or worrying about what's going on, yeah, it could be, it could be, uh, it could be counterintuitive, you know what I'm saying? But it's definitely, uh, uh-huh. you definitely got to take care of yourself. Or be like, studying like, a destination like me, <laughs> but on the way home, that'd be I'm sick. <laughs> sick. Well, like, having to uh, spend more money, uh. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> like, uh, there you go. I don't know how y'all survived that one. Uh, but just like Kellen said, uh, our last interview we did, man, you can't pour from an empty cup. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you, you can function way better when your cup is full and you pour from the saucer. That's probably my all-time favorite quote. Like, when we do a, a 2021 wrap-up, that's probably going to be my number one uh, thing because that's – I never heard that before. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get your cup is full and you pour from the excess, man. But it all started with taking care of yourself, getting your cup full. I hope you, you know, got a book of time stamp moments so we can do like a 2021 wrap up. That's a good that's just that's highlights. Good that's a good idea. I will start to work on that. Um, and just say that time is the most valuable resource. So many people dying. I'm glad we talked about this today and grateful to have spent time with you both this evening. Uh, she said, got to go take care or got to take care of ourselves. Uh, parts, parts of his interview stuck with me too. Thanks for that. 
Um, that killing is, it, it was, like I said, sometimes all you need is perspective from somebody else or to be told something. The same thing, maybe a different way for it to hit for you. Um, and uh, I think he, he definitely did that. So uh, shout out to him. Shout out to that interview. If you miss it, go back and listen. Uh, two shows ago now. Uh, so definitely go check that out. Um, and uh, Tom is like the most viable resource, yeah. like period. And uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all gonna laugh at where I got this quote from. Uh, Snoop Dogg quote, well, Snoop Dogg on a, they had a Corona, Corona commercial. You know, where he'd be on the beach or whatever, and they'd be saying yeah. deep stuff or whatever. I just seen this today after the Browns lost. I mean, lost shit after the Browns won. Trauma, that's a trauma. Trauma. Yeah, just you. Just, 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 just After the Browns won, uh, but he said, uh, he said, if, if Tom, if Tom is money, look, and I, I don't think Snoop Dogg didn't write this. So whoever the actual writer was for the commercial, whatever is dope. It might have been Snoop Dogg. I don't know, but I don't think he came up with this. But it's good. He said, if Tom is money, isn't the better question? Uh, isn't a what is it? Isn't a better question about how you spend it, which I thought was. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's deep for a beer commercial. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty deep for a beer commercial. Like, how you spend it? If time is money, isn't a better question about how you spend it? Mm-hmm. And that's a great. There you go. That's that. That's a great quote because. Uh... <sighs> I mean, that's the most like people, people who think it is the people who are successful, they don't waste their time at all. Just I know you've seen the, uh, the interview with Warren Buffett when he talks about when he when he looks in his, uh, you know, his schedule for the month and, you know, he's doing it. like two or three things like he's not Love doing it. anything because he knows that his time is very valuable. Like when he, you know, he doesn't have time to sit around and talk about no bullshit, you know. What he's talking about, like he he trying to make a deal. That's a, that's that's all he's trying to do. Love it. I I never forget that quote because he was like, uh, like man, <laughs> like this is just your appointment book. Like yeah, like yeah, I keep it with me. He's like, oh, that's pretty old fashioned. Like well, I'm old or whatever. Like, you mind if I look at it? He's like, no. He's like you flip through the interviewer. Like it's like two things for this money. He's like yeah, like you want to fill it up with nothing. Say like, that when I was younger, this it would have been pages on pages. But, like I'm not a uh, like. I'm not spending time just to spend time. Like time is valuable. I'm not doing it just to do it. Look, that's that's another great, that's another, <laughs> another great interview, man. Exactly. That we didn't even have. We need that. That's the interview we need. The interview we need. <laughs> All right, man. So we're gonna get out of here. Look, we want to appreciate you guys for joining us. Um, we can't thank you enough. Uh. It's another great show, another serious topic. We try to put a spin on it um, to have a conversation because every once in a while, like, it can't be all, you know, it can't be all laughs, I suppose, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But you got to you gotta um, take time. You got to have a reminder to take time for yourself, the time for serious stuff that's important, uh, and learn to enjoy yourself. And uh, I definitely did. appreciate y'all joining us as always. Here on the Always. show. Yes. Sir. Um, if you guys missed the season finale of Let's Get Takeout, be sure to go check that out. 
uh, on the page, on the Instagram. Uh, it's definitely there for your viewing. Um, uh, politics. Uh, we won't have a live show this Wednesday. We'll have a video show, so definitely tune in. It's going to be like funny president bloopers, funny stuff president said. Uh, who's the better dancer, George Bush or Donald Trump? They both 80-year-old white guys that suck at dancing. So check that out uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Um, Wednesday at 6.30. Time will still be the same. Um, once again, we want to remind you guys to uh, share this show for us. Uh, put some likes on this show. Invite your family to to like the show. Put it in your groups. Um, all of that good stuff. We're going to tally up all the likes for the month of October. And as you guys see, Ashley's on Byron's side now. The, the, the uh, pink logo, you see it? Um, it's uh, for October and Breast Cancer Awareness uh, Month. So definitely go get checked out, men and women. Uh, uh, but as many shares and likes, we're going to take we're going to tally them all up at the end of the month, make a donation to um, one of the charities, either locally or nationally, but we'll definitely let you guys know which one. Uh, like Byron said earlier, it costs you nothing, just your time to click the button to share for us, to invite other people to share for a good cause. Um, we appreciate you guys' help with that, and I'm sure the charities will as well. Yes, sir. Like, share, subscribe. Um. I mean, that's it. Go Browns. Uh, yeah, remember to own your own. <laughs> <laughs> Go Browns for short. Salute to the city as always. You guys be safe out there. And uh, 